Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We hope you're having a great week. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is our 98th episode <gasps> together. 98. We're getting so close to 100. I know. It should be our 100th episode should be on Tuesday, I think, if I'm right. So hopefully you'll be able to join us for that. Today, here's what I want to do. So the last four days, I was doing my anxiety series, which, as you know, is very personal to me, having overcome anxiety myself and wanting so many other people to do it. I want to finish it off today, but... Today's message is also going to have a broader application for other people who maybe aren't suffering from anxiety, but we all have mountains to get over, right? Now, to me, when I was having anxiety problems, whatever I was facing seemed like a mountain. So if I had some big day in court, it would just seem like this giant, insurmountable thing I couldn't get past, right? But for other people, you know, your mountain maybe is a financial problem. Maybe, maybe you know, you're three months behind on your mortgage and you don't know how you're going to pay it. And you got this giant pile of debt in front of you. You don't know what to do. Maybe your marriage has just gotten to a point where it just seems like it's irretrievably broken. Or I should say irreparably, irreparably broken. Irretrievable or irreparable. You just don't know how you can fix it, right? It just has all of these challenges that have piled up. Maybe you got some bad report from the doctor. He says, look, you're going to need a miracle. Well, the good news is we're in the miracle business, all right? So your mountain can really be anything. But if you're suffering from anxiety, your your mountain is whatever the thing is that causes you anxiety. And for some people, like for me, when I was a trial attorney, it was maybe doing a trial. For other people, it's just even going into stores, okay? They have difficulty with that. When I was in, in college, it was difficult for me to go to the, the school cafeteria because you'd get your food and you'd turn around and then there'd be people looking at you. Okay, think about that. Now, here I am. I do a show and we have 52,000 followers. We do, you know, each one of these videos gets a thousand people looking at us. Okay, so anxiety is any, any number of things, but I used to always conceptualize it as a mountain. And one of the ways I would try to get beyond it is I would try to focus on something that was past that mountain, right? So if I had a trial that day, I would have something lined up after work for myself, like a movie I'd watch at home or maybe I'd, you know, have like, you know, like a ice cream party for myself or something. And it wasn't even that I was that interested in doing that thing. It was just something to look at. But here's the thing. Okay. We're not simply, we're not just focused on ignoring the mountain in front of you. We want to actually tell that mountain to get itself out of our way and to cast itself into the sea. And good news, Jesus actually tells us how to do this. Now it's actually, here's the thing. Those of you who know what I'm talking about, you'll know there's this verse that talks about if you have so much as the faith of a mustard seed, okay, you can tell this mountain to throw itself into the ocean. And that's true. But actually, if you if you read the whole thing, and I'm, I'm referencing Mark 11 here, okay, and this is good for anybody who wants to see prayers answered. Here's what Jesus says. He says, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, throw yourself into the sea, and here's the key does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Okay, so the first step here is you have to believe. The Bible places a huge emphasis on faith. 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 Excuse me, not faith. Faith. It's not just a matter of, all right, God, I'm going to say a prayer and we'll see what happens. If I get answers, that great. No, that's not how this works. 
yes, have the faith of a mustard seed. In other words, your faith can be small, but it still has to be pure. It can't be tainted by unbelief, okay? That's number one, all right? In fact, faith is such a critical component to this that the, the Bible actually talks about how Jesus went into a certain town, and it actually says he could not perform any miracles in there because of the lack of the faith of the people who were there. Okay, so you're actually like handcuffing God if you have unbelief. So number one, if you want to get past this mountain and if you're suffering from anxiety, it seems like it's impossible. But number one is you have to not only ask God to remove it from you, actually speak to the anxiety and cast the anxiety out of yourself. You have to do it in such a way that you don't doubt it. Okay, and what Jesus goes on to say is, Throw, he says, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, listen to this, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. In other words, not believe that it's going to happen at some future time, but believe that it's already happened, that God has already given it the yes answer in heaven Okay, you just have to wait to see the manifestation. Remember, prayer is something that we do in our time, but answering the prayer is something that God does in his time. But you have to understand that the moment you pray for and believe, okay, God's already granted it for you. In fact, he says this after he gives that uh, uh, example where Jesus curses the fig tree and it doesn't wither and die immediately. They come back the next day and they see that it's died. Okay, but what had happened was the roots underneath it had already begun to wither. So the moment Jesus cursed the fig tree, it already began to die. You just couldn't see it because it was under the surface. It's the same thing with prayer. We don't always see what's beyond the surface. Okay, but the moment you say the prayer, God is sending you the answer. So it's not just believe that you're going to have your prayers answered. Believe that your prayers are already answered. And then he closes with this. When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you, you your sins. So that's the last thing you got to know, okay? Unforgiveness, and we've done entire sermons about this, stands in the way of your prayers being answered. So you have to not just pray for something, you have to believe it, you have to receive it, and you have to remove anything from your life that would stand in the way of it getting to you, okay? So if you imagine, it's just like you, you order something on Amazon. Your prayer is when you, you go and you find the thing you want, you hit order. That's your prayer. And you know that it's coming, right? And God sends it immediately. You might not get it for a few days. Well, unforgiveness is the thing that's going to intercept it and stop it from ever getting to your door. All right. So the keys not only understand that you have dominion over this mountain. All right. Don't, I wouldn't even just pray like you're a victim. Speak directly to your mountain. Anxiety, you have no place in my life. Sickness, you have no place in my life. Lack, you have no place in my life. Okay. That sort of thing. Uh, discord, you have no place in our marriage. Hmm. Speak to it. Order it to throw itself into the ocean, okay? Believe with your heart that you're going to have your prayers answered. Receive it. Remove anything, remove anything that would stand in the way, such as unforgiveness. And I would add this also. Give thanks to God already as though you've already received it, okay? Nothing motivates God more than thankfulness and praise. So, that's simply my message for you today is this. Look, understand that what you're dealing with when you're dealing with anxiety or anything else we spoke about is a mountain. But God says, if you just have the faith of a mustard seed and do not doubt, you can order that mountain to cast itself into the sea. And if that's true of physical mountains, which is hard to believe, okay, 
That's certainly true of anxiety. It's true of sickness. It's true of poverty. It's, it's true of, you know, failure in your relationships. It's true of any mountain that we, that we're facing. All right. So that's my message for you guys tonight. Wow. Wow. Well, the retweetable comment, I think, in that sermon was that unbelief handcuffs God. That was, that was really good. Really. It's true, though. Uh, you know, we yeah. think of God as being all powerful. And I believe that's true, but the Bible does say that Jesus could perform no miracles in a certain town mm. because the people lacked belief. In other words, God wants us to do our part, our part yeah. too. Yes, yes. And that's what's great. I mean, free will and it's a partnership and, you know, belief and belief without doubting. Well, you know, people misunderstand the whole faith with a mustard seed thing. They think, yeah. okay, well, I have, I have one little grain of, of mustard seed faith and I have this gallon of doubt. That's not how it works. Okay. If, if you imagine your faith as a muscle, okay, yeah, your your faith muscle can be small, okay, but you still can't have doubt with it. And mm-hmm. as you, your faith will grow over time and the muscle will grow over time, but at no point can you mix faith and doubt and expect faith to win, okay? Yeah. It's just not how it works. God could do it that way, but he chooses not to because the goal, the reason he puts mountains in front of us in the first place is so that we develop our faith. That's the idea. That's right. That's right. I've always loved that passage. It's always been one that I've held on to. And it's so true to not just pray and believe that something is going to happen, to claim that it already has happened, that God has already, you know, like you say, the answer is already um, on its way. So that's amazing. I'm I'm just looking at us here in the camera. I just feel like doing like a yawn move, like, I'm tired. I love that. I love the yawn move. <laughs> Dude, you got Problem my is hair. your hair is so long that even when I'm like 24 inches away from you, it's still like. Would you like know. some of my hair? <laughs> all right, Kristen, why don't you do us a favor right. and uh, lead us all in prayer here? All right. Well, thank you for that yawn move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, here's a great verse to be reminded of. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing what he just said about believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 15, 13. Jesus, we want to, we want to believe. We want to hope. We want to persevere. We want to, we want you to be so pleased with us. We want to hear that well done, my good and faithful servant, not just at the end of our lives, but every single day, Lord. And we want to have the victory that we can have in you. So many times, so many times, if if an, a non-believer was looking at our life, Lord, it's a terrible thing to say, but Lord, we have to really ask ourselves and reflect, would they see you, number one? Number two, would they see the power that we have, the victory, not just, of course, the love as a Christian, but also the victory that we have and the faith to believe. Would they see attitudes of Christ and a mind of Christ and a heart of Christ? Or would they see grumbling and complaining and all the things that are worldly that don't just blend in with the world? We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. Lord, help us to be set apart. You have, you have set us apart, but help us to live set apart in heart and mind. Help us to have your heart and your mind, God. And to move forward, give us that faith, Lord. You've already given us a measure of faith. Let us access that measure of faith, God, and move forward with that measure of faith you've given us so that we can be powerful tools for your kingdom, so that we don't miss out on any opportunities 
to bring people into your kingdom, to see the miracles happen. I just kind of see it like you're just waiting to do all these miracles and you're waiting on us. You're waiting on our faith. You're waiting on us. You're waiting on us to intercede and to pray it through God. So right now we intercede and we pray through, we pray through for the healing, physical, mental, emotional. We pray through for the harmony. We pray through for the breakthrough. We pray through for every breakthrough, Lord, in Jesus name, for, for everything, for every issue that all of our listeners face, God, God, we, we pray through. We do our part in having faith. We have faith that the sick will be made well. We have faith that you will provide. We have faith that you're going to guide us. We have faith that you're going to move mountains and show us miracles and, and do things, Lord, that stretch our faith. And, and we have faith that you can do things way beyond our vision, God. Our vision is here, but your vision is just just growing and growing and growing every single day. We can't even see that there's no limits to you, God. There's no limit. We don't put a limit on what you can do, God. But we lay it at your feet, 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 Lord, and we say, here's my faith. Here's what I believe, God. And boldly, I ask you, Lord, help us have that faith and the boldness of a child, Lord. Just like when children, because they don't know what it is to doubt. They haven't been jaded by the world yet. Mm. Lord, having the full circle I believe that spiritual maturity is having the full circle of knowing, quote unquote, what life is about, going through things and coming full circle to believe, to choose to believe as a child, to choose to believe as if you don't know the things, but having knowing them, knowing what's, what everything's about, still choosing to believe you for in faith of what you're going to do. So God, we thank you and we are in expectation. We await your promises, the deliverance. And all that you're doing, God, in this entire world, I pray for a huge revival to take place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good job. All right. So let's see what our prayer requests are today. Yay. All right. Do you want to start? Do you usually start? Sure. Do I start? Okay. So if you want to take the first two. Mins, M-Y-N-S, says, please pray for me to find my mother's relative somewhere in the Philippines. My mother was lost for almost 48 years. My goodness. James says, my mother passed away last week and I'm really struggling with it. I know that she's with God now and is no longer suffering, but I miss her so much. I'm asking for prayers, for comfort and serenity. I know that God's got this. Thanks. Well, our message tonight was right on point, was it not? Yeah. I mean, here's someone, first person's lost their mother for 48 years and uh, James just lost his mother now this past week and... Those, I'm sure, look like two really insurmountable mountains. But God, you give us the authority to move mountains. God, for men's, I pray for an absolute miracle for this situation. I, I don't even know what's going on, that he lost his mother 48 years ago. I pray, God, that what is lost is found and that you help him find his mother's relatives in the Philippines. I mean, I'm sure that just seems like the most insurmountable task. But God, we have, an, we have a God that overcomes all. And as for James... I pray for James's whole family. I pray for his heart to be comforted. He says here, I know that she's with God and is no longer suffering, and that's great, but it doesn't change the pain that we're in. It doesn't change the mourning period. God, your word says you're very near to the brokenhearted, so I know you must be very near to James. Help him to feel your closeness. Help, us, help him to understand how near you are to him. And God, just carry him through this awful time and bring him out on the other end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. We're going to pray for um, for Charles now, Kamla, and Dede. 
Lord, we pray for Charles. He says, I'm from Nigeria and need a, a job and business. I'm about to be evicted due to my inability to pay rent. I also need financial, so I need financial provision and divine healing to my heart problems. Kamla says, pray for my mother. She's 84 years old, very sick. Her name is Ruby. Today says, pray for mama and husband. They're not in good conditions. Heal them in the name of Christ. Lord, we bring Charles, Kamla, and today to you, Lord. They are your precious children, and you care for them so much, and you care for these situations. For Charles, Lord, Lord, I know um, that he just feels at the end of his rope between physical uh, pro- heart problems, Lord, and also financial uh, things going on, and I'm sure that weighs on his emotions as well. Lord, bring him the right job. Bring him the business he's supposed to be in and make a way where there seems to be no way. Move on those people's hearts and help him to be able to pay his rent or help him to be able to find another place that's even better, Lord. Just move and, and only do what you, only you can do and heal him from head to toe, inside and out, God. For Kamla, please bless her mother. Thank you for her that she is 84 years old and, and um, we know that she um, has has an amazing life, but just because she's 84 doesn't mean that um, she's at the end of it. There's many more years for her. So, Lord, help her to heal from the sickness um, in her mind and her body, Lord, in Jesus' name. For today, we pray for her mom and her husband, Lord, and I pray for today as well to take care of herself. I know it's a, um, when other people around you are sick, you neglect yourself mm-hmm. a lot. So mm-hmm. I pray that she doesn't neglect herself. And, um, Lord, take care of her and take care of her mother and her husband and heal them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's do, you want to do the next three? Starting with LA. Mm -hmm. LA says, pray for our country. Of course, pray for a guy I care for's elderly mother who's not doing well and that God will work out for him and I to be in ministry together. Oh, that sounds like an interesting plan. Lynn says, I need wisdom and anointing from Uganda. And Kingdom Khan says, I need prayer so that I cannot be jobless. Amen. I need help. Well, I can add Eiler yeah, to this I was too. Say, not... And, and Eiler says he needs a car for himself and for the church. All right. Well, first of all, God, we thank you for Alay, for Lynn, for Kingdom Khan, for Eiler, and Alay's, I guess, partner and, and his uh, mother. Let's start with Alay. God, we thank you for Elaine, for her mother, or for her her partner's mother, I should say. She says she's not doing well, but God, we know this is all in your hands. So God, we're believing for a miracle for this mother here. Yes. I'm not quite sure this next, God will work out for him and I, oh, okay. And God, we thank you also that you've put on Elaine's heart and also for her partner's heart to have a ministry together. That was, for us, God, that was something that, as you know, just came out of nowhere. And now we have a ministry. And I pray, part of the reason we do this show is I want everybody who watches us to understand that they have their own ministry, that they are a ministry. So God, I pray for Elaine and for her partner to have a very fruitful ministry and a prosperous one. Not just in terms of, of finances, because certainly we want it to pay for itself and want, you know, a workman's worth his wages, but also prosperous in terms of the amount of good it does, the amount of people who are healed from it, the amount of people who come to know the Lord. For Lynn, we pray for her and her wisdom and anointing, God. You know, Uganda 
is a place where there's a lot of weird spiritual stuff going on. But God, we know that you're, you're greater than all of that. We pray for her wisdom. And for Mr. Khan, I pray for him to have a job, okay? And I pray for Eiler to have a job that provides him with a car so he can have a car for himself and also for the church. God, we know that you are El Shaddai, you are God, our provider. So we ask that you provide for all of their needs. And we ask with expectation. We have more than the faith of a mustard seed. And we do not doubt that you want to do this for them. And God, if they have any unforgiveness, we ask that they please remove it so that nothing stands in the way. And God, we give you thanks and praise for answering these prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I'll just finish up here with prayers for uh, that are shorter, but none. that doesn't mean, that doesn't diminish their significance. For Jay, he said, pray for my family. Rajivan, pray for our ministry. And Mulchand, pray for my family. So Lord, we pray for Jay, Rajivan, and Mulchand. We lift them up to you, God. These men have faith, Lord. They have faith bigger than a mustard seed. They're praying to you and they're lifting up their families to you, Lord. I just pray for them. I pray for their entire families. I pray that you would help them to remain strong and strong in faith and strong in you and to provide for their families and be able to um, just just be able to be what they were designed to be. Their role was designed to be God and their entire families to be healed in body, mind, soul, and spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you... Can you close out the show with the call to salvation, please? And, you know, guys, this is an important part of getting prayers answered, too. Yes. Okay, I'm not really sure that anything in the Bible promises that people who uh, are not saved are going to have their prayers answered. I mean, maybe you will and you'll get lucky, but, you know, a, a large part of this, I mean, I would say a, a, a critical part of this, the most critical part, is that you accept Jesus into your life because without that, you're not putting him in control. Right. You can't, on the one hand, say, God, I don't want you to be in control. I just want you to be an ATM that I get to go to whenever I need something. Right. I still want to be in control of me. I want to live how I want to live. I don't need you except when I need you. Yeah. That doesn't work. Okay. So I'm not saying you should just accept Christ because you want your prayers answered. Believe me, there's a million things more to it than that. It's a fulfilled life. It's a life of love. It's knowing that you're never going to be alone throughout life. And that's great. But understand, it is a necessary prerequisite. Amen. Amen. So if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you'd like to recommit your life, just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Send us a message or a comment on the video. We want to know about it. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining us. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you had a great week and you have another great week next week. It's going to be our 100th episode, I believe, on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. So I hope you join us for that. Um, I hope you've really enjoyed the anxiety series, okay? If you aren't suffering from anxiety, I promise that you know somebody who is. So hopefully you can share some of the lessons with them and help them get through it because it's really, really crippling. And keep in mind, you know, anxiety is the antithesis of faith. So the answer to, mm. to anxiety, the answer to fear is always replace it with faith. And that's really the answer to all of our problems. All right, guys, listen, thanks again. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for letting us come into your homes. Thank you for praying for us and blessing us. 
Excuse me. Just drank all that liquid. <laughs> we love you very, very much. We're really, very honored to be part of your lives. We'll see you next uh, next week, I guess, because it's our yeah, last episode. Friday. Wow. We'll see you on, on Monday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.